In today's Vet Girl podcast, we've reviewed the use of propofol during euthanasia in veterinary medicine. Perhaps one of the most important aspects of our veterinary oath is to relieve animal suffering. I know when I first entered practice after graduation, I was surprised by the frequency in which I was performing euthanasia on companion animals. I soon realized how important this service is for the pets and for the pet parent and the impact my skills and my medicine can have on this last shared experience between pet parent and pet. We all tend to develop our own routine way of performing euthanasia, be it in a designated room with dim lighting, perhaps quiet music, maybe some fluffy pillows and beds, anything that might help promote peace and relaxation. As for the medical side of euthanasia, we understand that the overdose of pentobarbital derivative used during euthanasia provides a peaceful transition for the pet, but outwardly, it may not always look so peaceful to the pet parent. During euthanasia, I'll admit that I'm always holding my breath that during the euthanasia the pet will simply close her eyes, which we know doesn't typically happen, fall asleep, and take his last breath peacefully. But sometimes we encounter rather unfortunate, albeit rare, side effects of the medication or of the body's response to illness and the medication. For starters, we know that the eyes of animals will typically remain open to some degree. And, just as in humans, animals can have involuntary or voluntary release of bladder and bowel function. Some may vocalize from dysphoria or disease, and some may exhibit muscle fasciculations. As an attempt to minimize these adverse events, we can reach for adjunctive medications to mitigate these unwanted responses. Propofol is a popular adjunctive anesthetic used in euthanasia, but to date, no veterinary studies have been conducted to evaluate whether this added anesthetic agent has significant benefits when used in euthanasia. So Bullock and all wanted to evaluate this in a study called Comparison of Pentobarbital Phenotoin Alone versus Propofol prior to Pentobarbital Phenotoin for euthanasia in 436 client-owned dogs. In this study, the authors evaluated the adverse events observed during the euthanasia of client-owned dogs that received either pentobarbital phenotoin, what I'll call PP from now on, alone, or in combination with propofol. Clinicians participating in the study were asked to exclusively select either PP alone or PP and propofol to use on all their euthanasias and to record patient observations throughout the process. The anesthetics were given intravenously. No other route of administration, such as intracardiac or intraperitoneal, were accepted for inclusion into this study. A total of 236 dogs received PP alone and 200 dogs received both PP and propofol. Neither age nor sex were significantly different between the two groups. Although doses were not regulated in this study, the PP dose did not differ significantly between the two groups. The mean dose of propofol administered was 4.5 mg per kg, and in the PP and propofol group, the volume of propofol selected was often based on the same volume of PP used. No additional top-off doses of propofol or PP were administered in any patient in either group. The most commonly seen adverse events included things we would expect from our own experiences with euthanasia, muscle fasciculations, agonal breaths, and urination. The risk of developing muscle activity was decreased by the addition of propofol. Out of the following complications, muscle fasciculations, agonal breaths, passive urination defecation, vocalization, dysphoria, and catheter complications, only the incidence of muscle fasciculations was significantly decreased by the addition of propofol. 
adverse events occurred in about a third of the dogs with the PP group. In addition, a propofol did not significantly reduce the likelihood of an adverse event. In this study, Bullock and all proposed three theories for why the administration of propofol produced a reduced risk of developing muscle fasciculations during euthanasia. The first theory is that propofol had a direct suppressive effect on muscle tone. The second theory is that propofol may exhibit a synergistic effect with the PP. The third theory is that the addition of a second medication resulted in prolonged time of medication delivery. Limitations of this study include that participants were not blinded or randomized, there was no uniformity in doses of either propofol or PP used, and the delivery rate of medication was variable. Creation of such a controlled study would prove difficult due to the transparency required to the client during such an emotionally charged event. This study will hopefully open the doors to more studies surrounding the medical aspect of euthanasia. Dosing guidelines for medications delivered would be particularly helpful in order to avoid waste of controlled substances, yet above all else, ensure that the pet is provided enough medication for a peaceful transition. At this time, I will continue to utilize propofol prior to PP administration due to my personal experience with this medication, although this article may argue the benefit versus cost of adding propofol to the protocol due to the lack of significant benefit other than a reduced risk of muscle fasciculations. In reality, I'm using refrigerated propofol that has recently expired on these patients. Girl continues to recommend that clinicians advise their clients of the possible side effects they may witness, especially the unsettling sight of agonal breaths. After all, it's empathy and client communication that play such a pivotal role in all aspects of veterinary medicine. This may help to lessen client anxiety about what they may witness and minimize the client's perceptions of these events if witnessed. More importantly, we often have a thankless job, but this is one area where pet owners are so grateful for our compassion. To all you veterinarians, veterinary technicians, front desk staff, practice managers, veterinary assistants, thanks for all that you do to save lives and to end animal suffering.